Good morning. So today we are doing Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 10, Part 2 and Chapter 30. This is a new chapter. And this is a new chapter which is based on the Gopi's search for Krishna. It's a very interesting chapter. In the last chapter we had seen how he meets the Gopis. Now this is in continuation to that. Uh, if you recollect, last time uh, Krishna had uh, was playing his Basari. And all the gopis, they leave their jobs and everything and then they rush towards Krishna. So he asked them a very peculiar question. He says, how can you do like this? You are leaving your husbands, children and everybody, you know, at home. And you are running over here to me like this. It's not a good thing. I mean, you should not be doing something like this. Like I said last time, you know, we had very little time at the closing. So, I will complete that last episode. Everybody has this idea about spirituality. Supposed to be a very, very interesting thing. It's like, uh, you know, maybe when you go to Disneyland or something like that, it's a very interesting thing. Everybody wants to go there. Everybody is interested in that. Uh, it's something which is enticing. It's It's very peculiar. It's very enticing. It has got a lot of secrets in it and everybody is has to know about it uh, say uh, let us say you know if i have to tell you this thing that you know after this after this after we finish our satsang i'm going to give one of you uh, a bunch of goodies now everybody wants to be around to see who is the one who is going to get those goodies isn't it so everybody has the curiosity the curiosity is one thing but the moment i say to you those goodies are basically, I have got one uh, small keychain. Eh, keychain, not good, okay, I don't want. I am not interested in your keychains. But suppose if I say that it is something very uh, spectacular, maybe I am giving you a ticket to Australia or a return ticket to some place. Ah, yes, I would like to go. So, this is like a, there is something attached to it. But in the spiritual world, everybody is interested in spirituality. Everybody has to leave what they are doing, the way they are doing, to run towards this thing. So, if you if you recollect all the gopis, whatever they were doing, they literally ran from whatever activity they were involved in. Maybe they were involved in milking the cows. Maybe they were sleeping somewhere. Maybe they were tending to their children, you know, it doesn't matter. Whatever they were doing, they just left it at like that. Some of the gopis, they were, they were, you know, uh, doing some um, facial makeup or something like that. They left it at that and they ran. So what does it all mean? It translates like this, that human beings, when the call of the divine comes, call of the divine, call of the spiritual comes, we literally have no clue why it happens, where it happens and how it happens. Everybody drops what they are doing and then they rush towards it. It's a very peculiar call. Now, the next thing is called question. Why are you doing like this? The world out there is going to question you. What is this? Why are you doing it? I mean, what is the need for you to do this? That is what Krishna is asking. There is no need for you to come into this. 
logic prevails everywhere logic is a very normal thing in the material world logic will tell you yeah, okay now if you want to have a cup of milk and there are two small children one milk glass is full the other one is half so which one will you take so i mean it's not milk maybe it's it's a drink which both of both the children like so which one will you take if if you are asked you want the bigger one isn't it because it has got more in it so exactly like this so the call of this divine and the call of this spiritual is so strong that you really don't have any clue and you want to go and rush towards it and krishna who is the one who gives the call krishna is the one means the divine which is living inside every human being in the form of the soul or what we call as a jivatma will tell you that there is a need for you to run towards me and you run towards it and question arises why are you doing this don't you have your family don't you have your children your husbands your wives you have so many things you have so many requirements in this world i mean you first need to fulfill them there are material worldly requirements you know like these are called duties <laughs> okay so right so i uh, like this okay okay my head is getting cut off is what he say should say like that my head is getting chopped off right so in this case it so happens that the normal world is going to question you is going to ask you why are you running after spiritual when you have a husband a wife a child a job something to do in this material world why do you want to run towards that this is a very logical question the whole universe is going to ask it it's not only your own relatives who are going to stop you from going there but the whole world is going to conspire so that you don't go there so you will find in the future that is in the future episodes that we are going to read the women are stopped by their husband their wives uh, their uh, sorry their children their mother in laws their sister in law everybody in the world stops them there is one uh, great person whose name will not be mentioned in this entire episode okay her name is radha she is the epitome of all the gopis the number 1 her name is never going to be mentioned in this book because it is not there in this book so she has got a mother in law and a sister in law and her husband okay now these three are always there her husband his name is ayan or abhimanyu as we call him jatila and kutila are the mother in law and the and the sister in law and they conspire and they conspire and they conspire so much that they do not allow the you know radha to meet krishna it's always going to be like this what is all this what what is the meaning of this hmm? this means your attachment to the world attachment to the world like you are bound by your relationships the first relationship is to the husband so in your world if you are a man it's a relationship with your wife mother relatives so on and so forth everybody is going to drag you down and you know conspire against you to not allow you to go anywhere spirituality is like this 
everybody thinks that it is a very dicey thing you are not supposed to go there you are going to get caught over there and then you are going to be lost over there and you don't know what's going to happen so this is the essential part second part is you are going to get entangled jatila okay <laughs> the complexities of this world like a job you know you have a job you have your responsibilities you have your duties these are going to be so strong that you are never going to be allowed to get out of them hmm? you are going to get confined in certain things you are going to be told you know you cannot do this it's like she is poisoned once upon a time so and she is told not to do this and there were lots of conspiracies hatched so that she cannot go there even in case of ramkrishna paramahansa if you recollect rakhal's father comes and when he comes and he meets ramkrishna paramahansa ramkrishna paramahansa says i have not called your son but your son is attracted towards this so he has come over here and later on rakhal becomes the head of the ramkrishna mission his name is swami brahmananda he was the first president of the ramkrishna mission so rakhal was the call was very strong as a, as a kid he went over there and he kept on going his father kept on saying no you cannot go you cannot do this blah 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 the whole family literally pressurized him and out of frustration the father and the mother they get together and they get him married thinking that marriage will tie him down but if what has to be will anyway be the strong the strong pull that ramkrishna paramahansa had on rakhal he was dragged towards him and finally he becomes the president of the ramkrishna mission so i have cut the story very short to give you an idea that this is what happens so spiritual calls are like this the world is going to pull you down the relationships relatives your job your commitments to this world your duties everything is going to pull you down all right so now we will go to the next chapter which is called the gopi search for krishna so i hope you understood and why krishna is questioning krishna is giving them the material worldly questions why are you here okay so everybody is going to question you why are you here so now let us do the gopi search for krishna sukhdev goswami said when lord krishna disappeared so suddenly the gopis felt great sorrow at losing sight of him like a group of female elephants who had lost their mate at the cowherd women remembered lord krishna their hearts were overwhelmed with his movements and loving smiles his playful glances and enchanting talks and by the many other pastimes he would enjoy with them thus absorbed in thought of krishna the lord of rama the gopis began acting out his various transcendental pastimes the chapter last ended in a very peculiar manner when the gopis literally pounce on top of krishna what happens is krishna is standing over there he is playing his flute it's called the call of the divine your the call of the divine is so strong everybody gets dragged into it everybody is pulled very hard towards it and when they are pulled hard towards it everybody wants to own it the ownership is very very important for every human being i want to own krishna and this is the problem which happens spiritual world you cannot own the divine please understand this the divine is equally distributed in every human being 
No gopi is allowed to own Krishna. Nobody in the world is allowed to own him. You need to give him his freedom. Freedom in the sense, material worldly duties are such. You know, just think about it. The husband and the wife relationship or the mother and the daughter and the mother and the son and so on. You know how relationships are? Based on very, very clear understanding. The understanding is this, you scratch my back, I scratch your back. How is this understanding? The mother and the son and mother and the daughter or the husband and the wife, they have to keep on doing things in their world. Like the husband will have to keep on listening to his wife. The wife says, go get potatoes. He will have to get, look after the baby. He'll have to do that. Say the, the husband says to the wife, you know, go uh, pick up this from there and uh, do this and do that. And it is such a, you know, congested world out there that you, you are bound to do everything. There are no options in those worlds. By the way, it, we talk about divine love and on this other side we say, I love you, I love you, I love you. The mother, son, mother, daughter, husband, wife, everybody says, you know, I love you. What kind of love is this? The love is based on give and take. It is very, very closeted kind of a love. The same mother will not look upon somebody else's child as her own. She only wants her son or her daughter. She is not looking at somebody else. She doesn't say the neighbor's kids are... Okay, when the neighbor's kids are playing in her house, yes, she will try to give them some food to eat or something like that. But what happens to them? You know, uh, there was one very beautiful film very long ago. I always talk about films. Hmm? So, this is a very beautiful film and it started with a very young person playing a very old man. His name was... uh, uh, what was his name? I have forgotten his name. Uh, so, it so happens that he played an old man and the name of the film was Saransh. Saransh was a very old film. Rohini Hatangadi was the wife played and uh, Anupam Kher was the hero. Okay. Now, he loses his son who is abroad. And the entire film he likes to go and he is going to get the asti. Asti is the ashes okay, from the customs. And everybody keeps on pestering him. And Now he is staying alone with his wife in one small flat. A young girl enters that family. She becomes a tenant. And she sees this couple is so much engrossed in that lost son. They have lost their young son. Somewhere abroad he's died and the astis, the ashes have come from there. And finally, you will find that their pain is so much that they are completely lost in this. This girl tries to, you know, elevate their pain and goes over there. No outsider can replace this family member. You should know this. No outsider. It's likewise when a few days ago somebody asked me, I said, you know, let us assume that there is a mother. And she is having a small baby in hand and she is tending to this baby for 3-4 months. She is giving the baby milk and suddenly the hospital comes and tells her, this is not your baby. You know at the time of this thing when we had to give the babies to you, the baby got switched with another one. And your baby is now found, it is in somebody else's house and we are returning you this baby. What happens to this woman? 
does she give the same milk to this child is she having the same love that she had for the child earlier the 3 4 months that she tended to this baby do you think that love exists at that given moment the moment she comes to know this no it doesn't now she wants her baby it's a very very in a self centered and a selfish love that is not the love that is there in the spiritual the spiritual love is different so this is one example which i gave a husband and wife are saying each other love i love you i love you i love you just imagine one day the husband comes very late and he doesn't want to tell his wife where he had been do you know how many questions will get uh, risen in the minds do you know how many problems will come up there is going to be a problem there is going to be so many troubles over there it's not unconditional love it is conditioned you scratch my back i scratch your back so this chapter is about the gopi search for krishna in the spiritual world when you search for the divine you cannot have this kind of a love you scratch my back i scratch your back there is nothing like that you are supposed to do your duties in this world you are supposed to show your devotion to the lord it has to be a single pointed devotion and please do not expect anything out of it if you think that you are expecting something out of this thing then you are mistaken devotional love has nothing to do with expectations please do not expect krishna to love you back it's called the supreme divine consciousness and supreme divine consciousness is only found by the devotees who have unconditional love remember this word it is called unconditional love for the divine you cannot have conditions of any kind again you may say that god gives my brother he doesn't give me or you say you know god gives this person and sitatara your mic is still on please can you just shut it down is disturbing so the thing which happens over here is why this kind of a bhed bhav you say you know oh my mother is there she likes the elder son doesn't like the younger son i'm sorry that is in the material world in the spiritual world there is nothing like this so don't say that krishna loves radha more than he loves anybody else in this world that is a very wrong thing that is the reason why the name of radha doesn't enter this book at all because krishna is very clear about this sukhdev goswami is very clear about this there is no special person in this world everybody is special do you understand everybody is special and everybody has to be given equal opportunities and everybody should love in the same way the divine not in a very self centered manner self centered only in one direction not the return direction so that is the reason why krishna disappears in front of the gopi when you be, when you have a imposing love when you impose certain conditions some terms and conditions if you don't do this i will do like this the divine will never be with you the divine will always leave you and go away it is always going to be like this you will find this happening many a times so it has to be 100% one sided love from your side to the divine you will find that even when in the mahabharat there is an episode where draupadi her vastraharan is going on i think i have told the story many times but again let me repeat it for you vastraharan is going on dushasan is removing her vastra and that time she calls on krishna she is holding on to her sari at that point in time no krishna comes 
But the moment she lets go of the sari and say, Krishna, you have to take care of me. And now it is your responsibility. Then Krishna comes. You cannot have 50% love here. 50% for this one and 50% for that one. There is nothing like that. You have to have 100%. 100% devotion for the divine. There is no 50% or 30, 40 and all that. No, no discount over there. Not even 10% discount allowed. <laughs> so no 10% and 20% discount. So full 100% is towards the Lord. That is why even in the Bible you will find that Jesus Christ calls on his Father in heaven. He is not calling on anybody else. He is not having any other person in his mind. Even Jesus calls on his Father in heaven. Likewise, the gopis are supposed to call only on Krishna, not on somebody else. There is another episode where gopis look at Uddhava. Uddhava is the person who's on whom it is the Uddhav Gita is based. Hmm? So Uddhava looks like Krishna. And when he goes to meet the gopis, the gopis think he is Krishna, so they all pounce on him. But later on when they come to know, no, no, he is not uh, Krishna. Okay, he is Uddhava. I don't want him. And they leave him at that. And they go away. So this is what happens. So let me continue again. So I hope you understood what is this meaning when Krishna goes away. When you impose conditions on the divine that you want it 100%, the divine is never going to be with you. So as the cowherd remembered Lord Krishna, their hearts were overwhelmed by his movements and loving smiles. His playful glances and chanting talks and chanting talks and by the many other pastimes he would enjoy with them. Thus absorbed in thoughts of Krishna, the Lord of Rama, the gopis began acting out various transcendental pastimes. So at that point in time, viraha. This is a very important bhakti which is called viraha bhakti. Viraha bhakti means when somebody goes away, when someone goes away, the devotion goes up more than 200%. You know that? When the divine disappears in front of you, you will find that you crave for it more and more and more. And this is a method of Krishna. Krishna will always ensure that his, the love that is given grows by leaps and bounds. So, for the love to grow, it is called Viraha Bhakti. A Bhakti which is when you leave and go, at that point in time, the urge for going to be with Krishna is so much that I want to be with you, I want to be with you, I want to be with you, like that. Because the beloved gopis were absorbed in thought of their beloved Krishna, their bodies imitated his way of moving and smiling, his way of beholding them, his speech and his other distinctive features. Deeply immersed in thinking of him and maddened by remembering his past times, they declared to one another, I am Krishna. This is a very, very beautiful way of looking at it, you know. Krishna disappears. Every gopi is engrossed in the Krishna within them. You, you discover your own Krishna, by the way. You discover the divinity inside of you. And then you start believing that the Krishna lives within you and you behave exactly like him. It's a replication of what has happened over there and what is happening right then. So you will find that every gopi starts behaving like they have the Krishna with them or they are the Krishna and they start behaving exactly like them. You know, even in our school and colleges and various other places, have we not, see our close friend, he has not come to school, don't we go and tease him and behave exactly like him, the way he will walk and the way he talks, we do this kind of a thing. Again, when somebody has gone away, passed away in our life, 
when we meet each other don't we try to imitate the person and behave exactly like that person it is very natural that the feeling comes from within and you start becoming like that person it rubs on to us you know it rubs on to us and we start behaving like that person not imagine this 100% devotion for the divine is there so what happens is you behave like krishna the gopis exactly behave like krishna they start talking like him walking like him they they do all sorts of activities related to him because he has a very peculiar gait he walks in a peculiar manner he talks in a peculiar manner and you try to imitate him and you you become one with him in that manner so this is what happens singing loudly of krishna they search for him throughout the vrindavan forest like a band of mad women they even ask the trees about him who are the super soul is present inside and outside all created things just like the sky so you become so distraught because krishna has gone away so the gopis they keep on asking the trees tumne dekha kya tumne dekha kya have you seen have you seen have you seen have you seen keep on asking every person over there every entity non entity you can say you know, animate inanimate everybody the gopis said oh ashwatha trees Oh Plaksha, oh Niyograda, have you seen Krishna? The son of Nanda Maharaj has gone away after stealing our minds and his loving smile and glances. Oh Kuravaka tree, oh Ashoka, oh Naga, Punnaga, oh Champaka, has Balrama, younger brother, whose smile removed the audacity of all the proud women passed this way? These are the potencies of Krishna. Remember this, Balrama is also a potency of Krishna. O most kind Tulsi to whom the feet of Govinda are so dear have you seen the infallible one walking by wearing you and encircled by the swarm of bees Krishna is always having Tulsi at his feet and he is always wearing a Tulsi mala you know Tulsi mala <coughs> you will find that um, you know wherever you go in India in some of these places Tulsi mala is available. It has got those brown color beads. It is made from the stem of Tulsi plant. All right. Now this Tulsi mala has very little value elsewhere. But let us say you are buying it from a place where it is made in Vrindavan. It has got the highest value. The Tulsi mala which comes from Vrindavan has got the highest value. So you will find that. Uh, this most of these people from uh, people who come to sell the books and all iskon people they will tell you that this tulsi mala is expensive because this is from vrindavan slightly more expensive okay so you will come to know that so these these uh, young gopis young and old gopis they are looking out for krishna they are saying where are you where are you where are you Oh most kind Tulsi to whose feet the feet of Govinda are so dear have you seen this infallible one walk by wearing you and encircled by this swarm of bees oh malati oh mallika oh jati oh yutika has madhava gone here given you pleasure with the touch of his hand these are beautiful flowers i'm sure you remember malati mallika these are beautiful flowers so krishna has this habit you know he will go and he'll smell he will pick up a flower he'll smell it he will throw it away he's got this habit and he loves to walk barefoot in the tulsi over there there are small small bushes over there so he'll keep on walking over here and there so they ask him they ask all these trees these plants these small small shrubs 
the flowers, the fruits, everything over there. Have you seen Krishna? Have you seen Krishna? O Kuta, O Priyata, Priyala, O Panasa, Asana, Kovidara, O Jambu, O Arka, O Bilva, O Bakula, Amra, O Kadamba, O Nipa and all other plants and trees living by the banks of Yamuna who have dedicated your very existence to the welfare of others. We gopis have lost our minds. So please tell us where Krishna has gone. They are talking to so many things around them. The trees, the shrubs, the flowers, the plants, the leaves, everything. It is like they are so distraught, they don't know what to do. <coughs> now, what does this mean again in our material world? Once the call of the divine comes, there is no way in which you can stop it by the way. There will be no reason for you to get out of it. Because you don't know why you are crying, you don't know why you are laughing, you don't know why you are dancing, you are singing, you are doing so many things. The call of the divine is so peculiar. You are oripulating all the time, you are feeling as if the Lord is standing next to you, you are feeling as if he is there right in front of you, you don't know. And yet the call is so strong. That your heart is, you know, cringing like this. It, it becomes very... It doesn't know what to do. There are so many things happening inside of you. You are going crazy. You are going mad. That the whole world is... Literally, you feel as if the whole world is against you. The whole world is against you. Which is a matter of fact, by the way. So, so you keep on asking everything in this world. Have you seen this? Have you done this? Have you... This? You want to know. You want to understand, when there is a satsanga, when there is this kind of a thing going on and when the fervor rises so high, one person wants to know what is happening to the other person. Everybody wants to compare notes. What happened to you? Can you please tell me? The first person will say, I don't know what is happening to me, but something is happening. The other person will say, yes, you know, I believe it's same thing is happening, but I don't understand. What is this? Why is this happening? When the satsanga was going on, when, you know, when the guru of Shivaji Maharaj was giving satsang, everybody was entranced. Nobody knew what was happening. You get so lost in that satsang, so lost in the divine words that are coming out of the mouth of the guru, that there is no way in which you can get out of it. Why this thing is happening? It's the madness, it's the fervor. And why? That is called the love for the divine. So that is the reason why these gopis, they are asking each other, they are asking the trees, the leaves, everything. Oh Mother Earth, what austerity did you perform to attain the touch of Lord Keshava's lotus feet, which has brought you such great joy that your bodily hairs are standing on end? You appear to be beautiful in the condition. Was it during the Lord's current appearance that you acquired this ecstatic symptom? Or was it perhaps much earlier when I stepped, when he stepped upon you in the form of the dwarf Vamandev or earlier when he embraced you in the form of the boar Varahadev? They are asking even the earth the question. You see, Krishna is roaming on the earth. You know, one very funny thing is when when the Lord is standing over there, you want to be with Him. When He disappears from there, you want to touch that particular place where His feet were and you go and you take the dust off that place. You know that? This is the very peculiar thing which happens. Now think about it. 
Vrindavan. Why do you want to go to Vrindavan? Now suppose you want to go to Jerusalem or the place where Christ is. Why do you want to go there? Why do you want to go to a place where the divine had stepped over there? You see, the moment you enter that domain, you want to touch that particular, you know, uh, at least in our world we do this, in India we do this. We touch that particular mud over there and put it on top of our head, you know, we want to put it. It's like uh, you put the ashes and all, you know, exactly like that. Why? You want to be one with that place. You want to be one. You think, oh, this is a place Krishna or Jesus had treaded. He had walked from here. Can I touch this place? You still believe that the DNA of his is still over there. You see, I'm not saying DNA the way it is. Understand this. The madness that flows from a person is of that kind. You know, there is a church in in, in Mumbai or in uh, in Goa or various other places, or Velankani or other places in the world. You know, there is a particular thing which they everybody wants to go and touch. Right? So you will find that maybe there is beads, you know. Maybe there is a, a statue of Jesus. Maybe there is a, 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 you know, a small image of somebody uh, divine. You want to go and touch that feet or you want to touch that thing and you want to take the blessings of that thing. Why? Because you feel one with it. And that is the reason why we want to get entrapped by that. We want to get drawn by that. We want to have that little bit. This was Padri, you know, there's a father in in uh, Mahim. Now this particular father, Mahim was a small village in near Mumbai, by the way. That was the last uh, territory of Bombay. By the way, Mahim today is uh, exactly 16 kilometers from Churchgate station. Okay, <laughs> so it is not far. <laughs> so on the railway line, it is among the first few stations in Mumbai. So it was called Greater Bombay. In Greater Bombay, there was there was just after that there is called Mahimchi Khadi. Mahimchi Khadi means there is a creek. The water enters, the sea water enters from there. So they used to say that is the periphery of Mumbai, Mahim. And by the way, my family used to stay across the creek that was called Bandra. So Mahim and Bandra are two places. So Mahim, there was a church. Now this was a fisherman's village in the olden time. Fishermen, all the fishermen used to stay over there. And there was a very beautiful church which this father, father built. Now, one day he went to Italy. And there is a, there is a small picture. Uh, you know, a picture of Mother Mary. Mother of perpetual succor, as we call her. Her picture was there. Now, he bought another small picture from outside. Bought a picture from outside. And he took that picture and touched it to this picture, which is supposed to be a very, very holy picture. And then he brought it to India. And it is kept in this church called the Mahim Church, Mother of Perpetual Sakar. Every person on earth, you will find the places overflowing with people on Wednesdays. They have the Navina over there. Everybody wants to come and touch the wall on which the picture is kept. The picture is very tiny, small. 
the wall is massive it is i think 30 feet tall 30 40 feet tall they just go and touch the wall that's it and people find miracles happening in their life exactly the way when you go to lourdes you go over there you take that little water from there and you sprinkle it on your near near and dear ones and then what happens you are completely entranced by it you don't know what hit you so do you understand this the peculiarity of this right once somebody brought me a small bottle of all the beautiful waters that they collected in kailasha i have still preserved that bottle it's so tiny bottle and if you come i will show you the bottle has got something which is called the water from all the lakes in kailash and the bot then the color of the water is pink so this particular thing why what is this water so special about now there is going to be a kumbh mela in haridwar it is starting on the 14th of this month uh, no i think it's the 14th of january 14th of january it is starting this is december that is called the mahakumbh at haridwar now haridwar there is a particular place which is called har ki pauri okay it's a small encircled place the ganga river is flowing and then there is a small encircled place people want to have bath over there in that place why because it is believed that vishnu he stood over there and his feet marks are there somewhere below under that flowing water and they people take water from that place and they use it when somebody is dying you know you can put a little bit in his mouth so he is supposed to be get in you know go towards uh, vaikuntha i believe that's how it is think about it like this what has that place got to do with it so you understood how this whole thing works i gave you one example of mahi there are so many examples there is shirdi people go to shirdi they go and they keep their face their head on that the feet that are you know the feet that are made of uh, sangamramar why baba is he there not there nobody knows but they do that they want to touch the statue they want to touch that chadar they want to do something with it why do they want to do it's because of the love so i hope you understood so that is the reason why the gopis are saying to the mother earth see i think you are doing this because krishna walked over you right oh friend wife of the deer has lord achyuta been here with his beloved bringing great joy to our eyes indeed blowing this way is the fragrance of his garland of kunda flowers which was smeared with kumkuma from the breast of his girlfriend when he embraced her there is no mention of the girlfriend over here by the way no names will be dropped <laughs> you will see that so you will find that achyuta he has got different different names in somewhere it is madhava somewhere it is achyuta like that so have you seen this achyuta go from here you know o trees we see that you are bowing down when the younger brother of rama walked by here followed by the intoxicated bee swarming around the tulsi manjira decorating his garland 
Did he acknowledge your obeisance with his affectionate glances? He must have been resting his arm on the shoulder of his beloved and carrying a lotus flower of his free hand. So how was Krishna walking? Some, some little hints are given here and there. So you will find that Krishna, was he walking from here? That's the reason why you are bowing down. So they are asking the trees also. Let us ask these creepers about Krishna. Even though they are embracing the arms of their husband, the trees, they certainly must have been touched by Krishna's fingernails since out of joy they are manifesting eruptions on their skin. You know, uh, many a times as kids, when we used to walk on the grass, there is one particular uh, small plant that you see, you know, small bush that you see. It closes its leaves like this. So as children, we want to go, just go and touch it. You know that? Every time that we go and touch it. And uh, we, in Marathi, we call it Lazari. I will remember the English name for that. Touch me not. Uh, there is some other name. Uh, so, you will find that the trees, the leaves close. Likewise, they are asking him, they are asking these leaves, Oh, Krishna must have gone from here. No? That is why you all are closed. That is why you are opening. So, having spoken these words, the gopis distraught from searching for Krishna began to act out his various pastimes, fully absorbed in thought of him. This is a very, very beautiful way of telling you what is the meaning of the word devotion. The devotion is to act out the pastimes. Now you know in India we have these various holy and all that, you know. And you will find that they play the Dandiya Ras or they play uh, the, you know, Fugdi or all those kind of... I don't know whether you know any of those things, but some of you who know it will understand why do they do it. Why do they do it? It's because Krishna did it. So I also want to do. I'll, I'll assume that the person in front of me is Krishna and go around, you know, clapping or dancing around him. That is what they do. One gopi imitated Putana while another acted like an infant Krishna and pretended to suck his her breast. Another gopi crying in imitation of infant Krishna kicked a gopi who was taking the role of the card demons, Saktasura. One gopi took the role of Trinavarta and carried away another who was acting like infant Krishna. Yet, while yet another gopi crawled about, her ankle bells tinkling as she pulled her feet. So they are enacting Krishna's roles. You know, even in India, you will find that during this Janmashtami, uh, in some of the schools, they have this Krishna celebration going on, some places. Or when there is a, a particular show, everybody wants to dress their child like Krishna. It's very easy, by the way. You wear a yellow garment, you keep the uh, top open, you put one small crown with one, uh, you know, sticking out, what? Uh, uh, peacock hair, feather sticking out, and give one basri and you know, decorate his eyes and all that and he becomes Krishna. Every mother and father want to make their child into Krishna. This is what everybody does in India. Hmm? Okay, and during Christmas, have you noticed, there is always the play. <laughs> in the school also you will find that. There is somebody playing Jesus Christ. Okay. Then there are those kings and everybody. You will find all this is there. It's a very, very common way of becoming one with the divine. It's an acting, it's a play. So they do that. 
Two gopis acted like Rama and Krishna in the midst of several others who took the role of cowherd boys. One gopi enacted Krishna's killing of the demon Vatsasura. Another by another gopi, another pair by gopis acting out and killing the Bakasura. When one gopi perfectly imitated how Krishna would call the cows who had wandered far away, how he would play his flute and how he would engage in various sports, the other congratulated her with exclamation of, well done, well done. So, even the Krishna had a very peculiar way of calling out to his gopis or to the cows. And when they imitated him, you know, in uh, some of the films you will find that uh, the young actors today, they like to imitate Devananda the way he walks and all. I'm sure you, you must be knowing that. So, why, does, why do they do that? Because that is the peculiarity of that person. He used to act like that or Rajesh Khanna, like that. Why do they do that? It's because, yes, that is how he acted. So, likewise you will find that Chalbasanti, you know, remember all these dialogues? I mean, you want to play it out. <laughs> so, you can smile, no problem. There is no problem with not smiling. You can smile a little bit. Okay, so... Another gopi, her mind fixed on Krishna, walked about with her arms resting on the shoulder of a friend and declared, I am Krishna. Just see how gracefully I move. Don't be afraid of the wind and the rain, said one gopi. I will save you. And with that she lifted a shawl above her head. This is the episode which we did uh, two weeks ago, right? Sukhdev Goswami continued. O king, O go, one gopi climbed on another's shoulder and put, putting her foot on the other's head, go away from here, O wicked snake. You should know that I have taken birth in the world just to punish the envious. So, creating the particular act which happened, you know, of the snake in the river. You remember that? Then another gopi spoke up, My dear cowherd boys, look at this raging forest fire. Quickly close your eyes and I will easily protect you. One gopi tried her slender companion with a flower garland and said, Now I will bound, bind this boy who has taken the butter pots and stolen the butter. The second gopi then covered her face, beautiful eyes, pretending to be afraid. When the gopis were thus imitating Krishna's pastime and asking Vrindavan's creepers and trees where Krishna, the supreme soul might be, they, they happened to see his footprint in the corner of the forest. The gopis said, the mark of the flag, lotus, thunderbolt, elephant gold, barley corn and so forth on these footprints clearly distinguish him as belonging to the great soul, the son of Nanda Maharaj. The Lord's feet are covered by all these marks. Okay, so what are the marks? There is a mark of a flag, a lotus, a thunderbolt, an elephant gold, barley corns and so on. So, they see this particular footprint and now they think, oh, Krishna is somewhere close by. The gopis began following Krishna's path as shown by his many footprints. But when they saw these prints were thoroughly intermixed with those of his dear most consort, they became perturbed and spoke as follows. Now, they see another, somebody else's footprint along with this. So, what happens? They all become perturbed. The gopi said, Here we see footprints of some gopi who must have been walking along with the son of Nanda Maharaj. He must have put his arms around her shoulder just as an elephant rests his trunk on the shoulder of an accompanying she-elephant. This is called jealousy. Okay. Oh, he is going with him. He is going with her. Ah, 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 like that. So, certainly this particular gopi has perfectly worshipped the all-powerful personality of Godhead Govinda, since he is so pleased with her that he abandoned the rest of us and brought her to the secluded place. So again the thought comes, so 
is acting very funny ah he doesn't want to be with me he wants to go with this gopi ah that is not fair so that is the reason why now let us see what happens oh girls the dust of govinda's lotus feet is so sacred that even brahma shiva and the lord goddess rama take the dust upon their head to dispel sinful reactions now who is this shiva brahma and the goddess rama who is goddess rama lakshmi one of the avatars okay they all touch the, the the lotus feet and if they don't find the feet they touch the earth that is there they are all craving for his attention every god also craves for the attention of the divine please know this so they are talking like this these footprints of this special gopi greatly disturb us of all the gopis she alone was taken away to the secluded place where she is enjoying the lips of krishna see mind works look we can't see her footprints over here it's obvious that the grass and the sprouts were hurting the tender soles of the feet and so the lover lifted up his beloved do you remember this is the same episode which is there when they write stories about buddha and every other person god was carrying and now there were two footprints and now there is only one this is from the bhagavatam so now you have seen where the bhagavatam is leading us to what exactly are we talking about those who are the truly beloved of krishna those who are truly completely devoted to the divine they you know they have this greatness where the lord carries them okay you don't have to depend on your own feet it's a very peculiar way of saying that you know in our material world we are so much interested in doing our material worldly things i am doing this i am doing this i am doing this i am doing this and i am doing this when you become spiritual in nature in by by uh, because of your past karmas you become spiritual and when you become spiritual in the initial stages you are so much you know don't trying to do things for krishna for the divine so you are pray you are doing this you are doing that and later on what happens you don't have to do everything is done by krishna for you everything in the world whether you feel that you want even a glass of water whether you you have heat feet a painting he will see to it that he is the one who is going to rub your feet you are not doing it he is doing it for you the lord is serving his highest devotee if you are the highest devotee the lord is definitely going to serve you do you understand this but that kind of devotion is needed you cannot have this kind of you know selfish devotion selfish i don't want others to be around no nothing like that you want everybody to be around but your single pointedness should be there that is why you will always find that in most of the places Uh, one devotee is the highest one two a couple of devotees are there so these are the divine beings they are always engrossed in the lord so that is the reason why they are observing they are seeing oh there are two two pairs of footprints and now there is one that means he must she must be feeling tired that is why he is carrying her hmm Please observe my dear gopis how in this place lusty krishna footprint are pressed more deeply into the ground 
carrying the weight of his beloved must have been difficult for him and over there that intelligent boy boys have put her down to gather some flowers so this is all uh, you know sherlock holmes giri you know secret agent cia kgb type of work okay look at his feet are you know they are they are much gone into the ground that means he must be carrying her see look look and then now oh this place the the all the flowers are uh, you know disturbed that means he must have put her over there so that he can give her some flowers my god this is terrible he is a lusty fellow <laughs> all these ideas are going on in the minds of gopis okay just see how in this place krishna collected flowers for his beloved here he has left the impression of only the front part of his feet because he was standing on his toes to these the flower how the secret agent giri kar raha hai wo log keto oh, they are trying to find out okay only one feet over here two feet over here okay this is heavily marked mind you know mind <laughs> mind is such a dirty thing you know it keeps on giving you ideas and ideas and ideas and ideas and gopis are not less by the way they are ready with their own ideas <laughs> this is what that is the reason why you know i always tell the devotees you know what i tell them Why are you looking in somebody else's thali? You see, when you are going to the temple, everybody gets one thali of some, you know, some flowers and stuff like that. Somebody is having one nariyal, somebody is having two nariyal, somebody is having one very big mala, somebody is having some, you know, pedas and something like that. Why are you looking in their thali? Can you not look in your own and only focus on the Lord? You might have gone over there with one leaf. you might have gone over there with one flower that is all the lord is interested in he is not looking at anybody's thali kitna ve kar raha hai kitna acha usne mere ko 200 tola do gold diya chalo usko main zyada deta hu aisa nahi hota understood this so certainly krishna sat down here with his girlfriend to arrange her hair the lusty boy must have made a crown of that lusty girl out of the flowers that he had collected see how many ideas they are having Oh, now he must have put her down over here. He has collected flowers, and now he is making a crown of them. You know those flowers. You can intertwine them and make them into a very beautiful crown. I mean, we have done it in childhood. You can place it on top of her. They are very uh, nice smelling flowers. You know, uh, they you will find them falling down outside some uh, very large compound. They are very tall trees. So you can make crowns out of them. So he must have done this, huh? Sukhdev Goswami continued. Lord Krishna enjoyed with that gopi although he enjoyed only within being self satiated and complete in himself thus by contrast he showed the wretchedness of ordinary lusty men and their hard hearted women what is krishna doing at that point in time sukhdev goswami is giving us an explanation sukhdev goswami says that krishna is not looking at some ulterior motive for objects in this world he is not looking at some lusty in lusty way krishna is only in love with his devotees so what does he do he only enjoys with the devotees and who is he enjoying with his own self he is lost in his own self the divine lord is always lost in himself please know this he is a self satisfied person you cannot satisfy him by giving something from outside think about it can you give something to the lord and say okay oh i am going going to give you a gold crown you know mukut 
you think lord is not having crowns or what huh you think he doesn't have any of those things remember sai baba was waiting for that uh, particular thing you know that uh, um, bengan ka bharta why was he waiting for it and somebody had said you know we will give bengan ka bhajia you know bhajia bengan you know hmm? ah so bengan ka bhajia so baba says mera kidhar gaya bhajia leke aao why because that is meant for him you think he loves that that is the reason why he is behaving like that no he has love only for his devotees it is what you offer with devotion is what he is looking at he is not bothered about other things because he is always lost in himself he is not looking for some ulterior things in this world so no this sukhdev goswami continued lord krishna enjoyed with that gopi although he enjoys only within himself thus by contrast he showered the wretchedness of ordinary lusty men and and he showed the wretchedness of ordinary lusty men and hard hearted women so this is a very wrong thing to do don't go and judge other people never judge other people that just shows how wretched a person can be never judge krishna and never judge what others are doing for him as the gopis wandered about their minds completely bewildered they pointed out various signs of krishna's past times the particular gopi whom krishna had led into a secluded forest when he had abandoned all other girls began to think of herself the best of the women my beloved has rejected all the other gopis she thought even though they are driven by cupid himself he has chosen to reciprocate with me alone now this one particular gopi who is not named over here thinks no end of herself she thinks oh krishna is only mine see this kind of relationship that is there which is based on very very narrow mindedness is not appreciated by krishna so what he will do you will see as the two lovers passed through one part of the vrindavan forest the special gopi began feeling proud of herself she told lord keshava i cannot walk any further please carry me wherever you want to go so she tries to impose herself on krishna please do this for me do that for me do this for me that is not how love can be garnered you know you cannot gather that kind of a love you cannot force krishna to do that kind of a thing but she does it thinking no end of herself thinking that she is the only one in his world thus address lord krishna said just climb on my shoulder but as soon as he said this he disappeared his beloved consort then immediately fled felt great remorse please understand this that when you force krishna to do certain things krishna will never be with you because the thing is not based on you scratch my back i scratch your back remember these words so there is no give and take in that relationship krishna's relationship is all about giving you give to the father in heaven you give to krishna don't expect from him don't say that i want like this only and i want like that only and don't be proud that you know you are the greatest of the devotee remember this is a very great example which i i have given every time about namdev namdev says i eat food with krishna okay you eat food with krishna krishna will not be there with you boss and that is why every person says you are not a great devotee of krishna i am sorry you have to first meet your guru your guru will show you the path where is god how is god god is in everybody everywhere learn to appreciate the god in everything not some one person that you think of that is the meaning of this so krishna disappears 
she cried out oh master oh lover oh dear most where are you where are you please oh mighty arm one oh friend show me yourself to me your poor servant and now she is distraught and she is saying oh where are you where are you where she keeps on looking for him Sukhdev Goswami said while continuing to search out Krishna's path the gopis discovered their unhappy friend close by she was bewildered by separation from her lover she told them how madhava had given her much respect but how she then suffered dishonor because of her misbehavior the gopis were extremely amazed to hear this she misbehaves she behaves as if she owns him you cannot own krishna so any any time when this kind of a thought comes in your mind you know that i own krishna i want him all for myself i want to run away with him i want to go here he is carrying me he is doing this thing for me please understand krishna is going to disappear from this world it is just to teach you a lesson that you cannot be so self centered in this world okay so now this is what she is saying in search of krishna the gopis then entered the depth of the forest as far as the light of the moon shone but when they found themselves engulfed in darkness they decided to turn back their minds absorbed in thought of him they conversed about him acted out his pastimes and felt themselves filled with his presence they completely forgot about their homes as they loudly sang the glories of krishna's transcendental qualities the gopis again came back to the bank of the kalindi river meditating on krishna and eagerly hoping that he would come they sat down together to sing of him so this is a very sad ending where krishna has disappeared from the life of these people who are very self centered who believe that they own krishna so this is an example which is given over here for you to understand that you cannot say that god is only yours the divine is only yours no it belongs to everybody and you cannot force your way and say i own him no don't even say those words there is no ownership over there please understand krishna lives in the heart of every human being every bird every tree leaf everything and he is equally distributed and his love can only be understood when you love the divine in the form of other things in this world krishna is going to teach them a lesson and this is where we will stop today tomorrow we will continue from where we have left behind okay we can stop now